on today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast. This one's already over. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 65 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson with you today. And yes, this is a solo episode, and I, I do have to say I'm knocking on wood real quick. See if you can hear that. I don't know if you can. Uh, either way, knocking on wood for the intro, because as of right now, it is Sunday, 4.48 p.m. Eastern Time, and I am feeling damn good after seeing the Tampa Bay Lightning take their third game over the Florida Panthers. The series is now 3 nothing. We're going to talk about that in this episode as well as talk about some other series, talk about McDavid, and holy shit, I don't know if you guys have realized how asinine his numbers have been, but we could be talking Gretzky. Gretzky-like numbers if the Oilers continue far enough into the playoffs. We're also going to be talking about the drama that happened in Game 3 of Colorado and St. Louis with Nazim Kadri, Jordan Bennington, all of that, and so much more on this episode. It's going to be a good one. Strap in. However, I am going solo today. Why is that, you may ask? Did I kick Chase off? Oh, man, I wish. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? But no, uh, my good buddy Chase, he unfortunately on uh, this past Thursday had a little medical scare that uh, he is doing fine with now. He's feeling much better. He's at home, um, but still not able to uh, make it to the show. So really hoping and praying for the absolute best for him. Really hoping he's back next week because, Man, these solo episodes, they're a little bit difficult. I won't lie to you about that, but uh, I know he did one when I couldn't make it. I think it was last year or maybe two years ago. He didn't love it. I know I'm in the same boat now, but hopefully we'll have him back for Thursday's episode. You'll just have to wait and find out to see if that is the case. But if you guys do think about it, maybe uh, keep chasing your thoughts and prayers because this is a guy who, as you know, if you've been listening, he's gone through a couple surgeries recently and now having this a uh, little bit tough times for him. So hopefully everything uh, is just on its way up from here on out for Chase. So yeah, hopefully he will be here for Thursday's episode. We'll wait and see about that. But let's talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning, shall we? This is the Bolts broadcast, of course. If you were unaware... At the last time we spoke to you, it was a one nothing lead for our Tampa Bay Lightning. We went into Game 2 on May 19th. That's three days ago from now. That would be Thursday night. That was a very good, very close game, very tense game. But it was capped off by such a fabulous moment. Ross Colton, 3.8 seconds left. Mackenzie Weger has a tough play and... And Ross Colton able to seal the deal for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they go up 2-0 over the Florida Panthers. And this really just set Florida Panther fans off, like completely off their rocker. And let me pull up Jay Fresh Hockey, some of his tweets. And we've talked about Jay Fresh Hockey quite a few times on the show already, but he has been very disappointed 
in Florida fans because Mackenzie Weger is a very good hockey player. And even here, covering the Tampa Bay Lightning, we could admit that one of our biggest rivals has very good hockey players. And the fact that the Florida Panthers fans are just going off on Mackenzie Weger for some bad plays. Yes, he does have some bad plays. There's no fault in that whatsoever. But, my goodness, here's Jay Fresh Hockey. He's talking about it. If the Panthers fans don't want Weger anymore, please feel free to send him to the Penguins. He must be a Penguins fan. But he does say, for real, though, the Weger hysteria has been absolutely wild. Three seasons of excellent play and a 61% goal share in the playoffs, which is insane, by the way. Uh, thrown in the garbage because of a few bad plays. Get over yourself. Which, it's a great point. Some guys have bad nights. Some guys need a little bit more experience in the playoffs before they can continue to show how good they are at that next level. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, we've gone through our playoff struggles before we've gotten to this dominant powerhouse-like team that we are right now. So uh, I do think it's kind of silly that the Florida Panthers fans are uh, bringing out their pitchforks for Mackenzie Weger. But yes, that caps off game number two. Mackenzie Weger looks silly. Ross Colton puts it away. 3.8 seconds left. Absolutely demoralizing loss for Florida. A huge win for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then we move on to game three. That was just a couple minutes ago. A 5-1 to one victory. However, there were two empty netters. But this one, I mean, it, it wasn't that close, if we're being honest. It was back in Tampa over in Amelie Arena. And there was a good period of time where the Florida Panthers were only able to get one shot. And I don't remember exactly for how long it was, but the Panthers were not doing great. And this Tampa team is doing everything right. They've got the little things down from blocking shots, from the breakout passes, everything like that. And they're also getting the production from their stars. And I think that's the big difference between this series and the last series. In our biggest moments against the Toronto Maple Leafs, who did we see coming out in in you know big waves? We saw the likes of Corey Perry and Ross Colton. And yes, in Game 7, Nick Paul gets his first and second ever playoff goals to win that Game 7 for us. So we had a lot of great depth scoring in that first series. We start the second series against the Florida Panthers. Braden Point is out. There's one of our stars out. That's going to be tough to overcome. How do we do that? By our other stars stepping up. It's as simple as that. Nikita Kucherov in three games has seven points, two goals, five assists. He had a four-point game today on game three, and he's been immaculate. He's been one of the best playoff uh, performers for this Tampa Bay Lightning team over these past couple of seasons where we have been able to capture two cups and could very well be on a road to capture a third in a row. Steven Stamkos, he's got four points through three games. Victor Hedman's played very well. I know he's got at least two points, but I think most importantly is he got Andre Vasilevsky. I mean, can we talk about this guy? We talked about how he's the best goalie in the world and how this regular season, you know, still played very well, but wasn't up to the level of like Igor Shosturkin was during the regular season comes playoff time it's not even close last four games he's only given up one goal last five games he hasn't given up a goal in the third period 
Andre Vasilevsky has been absolutely tremendous. And that's what's separating the Tampa Bay Lightning from the Florida Panthers. And that's what I believe will separate the Tampa Bay Lightning from New York or Carolina. So I, I'm very confident in what this team is doing right now. Uh, and I, I do want to say after the broadcast, Liam McHugh, Biz Nasty, Anson Carter and Rick Tockett, they were all talking about how they did not see this happening between Florida and Tampa. They saw a much closer series, one where Florida was even favored after seeing how much difficulty the Toronto Maple Leafs pose to our Tampa Bay Lightning. And that's something that was the exact opposite from what we were talking about here on the Bolts broadcast. I don't know if you guys remember, but... Chase and I both said we're confident coming into the series. Obviously, we're not saying, you know, take the Florida Panthers lightly, but we're very confident because the Florida Panthers didn't look as good as we expected versus a Washington team that we just don't think is up to snuff with the top teams in this league right now. So we were underwhelmed by Florida's performance. We were very happy about the bounce back from a 3-2 deficit from Tampa to come back and win that in a 4-3 fashion with Nick Paul, of all people, sealing the deal. We were very confident coming into the series, and now looking at it 3 nothing, that's not changing. So I was a little bit shocked when the guys on the broadcast said that. So uh, interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Do you guys, were you guys as confident as we are? Were you guys more like the broadcast booth or the broadcast talent uh, for the intermission reports? Were you guys thinking, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is going to be a tough series. Either way, it's looking real bleak for the Florida Panthers. Down 3 nothing, And we've got another one at Amelie. I honestly think this is going to be a sweep. And if it's not, I, I still think it's... Oh, I, it's definitely not going 7. I'd, I'd put money on the line for that. So, I'm feeling very confident as a fan of the Tampa Bay Lightning. As a as a show host for the Bolts broadcast. So very excited about what's going on and just can't wait for Monday night's game so that we can put it away. And I do want to say real quick, not not on the same lines as, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, but how does the NHL always seem to mess up the schedule and my OCD? Like, there's four series going on. Make it 2-2. Why on Sunday did we need three games and Saturday only one? And yes, Tampa is going to have a back-to-back. They're going to go Sunday. I think it was a 1.30 start. And then, of course, tomorrow on Monday night, they will play. But why do that? Why can't we just keep it 2-2 all the time? Like, it makes so much more sense. The OCD in me is just going off. I can't take it. But anyways, the NHL going to continue to frustrate me, continue to frustrate everyone over here on the Bolts broadcast. But that's going to do it for the first half of the show. On the other side of the show, we're going to be talking about other series updates, talk about McDavid and his historic playoff numbers as of right now, his historic pace. Uh, Going to be talking about the coaching situation in Dallas as well as the Bennington and Nazim Kadri drama right after this. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win 
and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Uh, and if you have any betting needs, sports betting needs that you want to take care of, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. And that could include putting money on the line for Game 4 between Tampa and Florida. For Tampa to, of course, seal the deal in a 4 nothing sweep. Let's take a look at the other playoff series. We'll keep it in conference with the Hurricanes and the Rangers. Their game's actually going on right now, Game 3. The Rangers are currently up one nothing. But the Carolina Hurricanes have a 2-0 lead. This is a series that I know Chase and I were both very excited for to see what could happen here, but I'm not going to lie. It's been a little bit underwhelming. The scoring hasn't been up to pace. The Rangers have looked terrible on offense. The Carolina Hurricanes are getting just enough, and, and barely at that are they getting enough. So... This is a series I kind of hoped for a little bit more, and just because we're not getting that, uh, I don't know. It's it's probably my lowest-rated series right now because the Colorado-St. Louis Blues series, that's been one that with a little bit of drama and the fact that the Blues came out hot in a game two uh, makes me a little bit more interested in that one. And then, of course, Calgary and uh, Edmonton, the Battle of Alberta, if you guys have been paying attention to that, that's been absolutely insane too. But Carolina, up. 2-0 as of right now. The Rangers up 1-0 in the Game 3. If they're able to close that one out, it'll be a 2-1 series. Still in favor of Carolina, but this is one I still expect Carolina to take. I don't really feel like the Rangers are that great of a team, if I'm being honest. And assuming that the Tampa Bay Lightning can finish off the Florida Panthers here in the next four games... I fully expect us to be able to take either of these teams. None of them impressing me enough right now to be real worried. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to take them lightly. You never do that. That's just the stupidest thing ever in sports. Just like the turtle. If you ever try to turtle in sports, you're going to lose that game. I can guarantee it. So, yeah, none of these teams really impress me. But let's head over to the other side. Let's talk about the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. This is one where the Colorado Avalanche, very close game in game one, but they are able to pull it away 3-2 in overtime. The St. Louis Blues, again, like I said, surprised me with a hot game two coming out and beating them 4-1. to But then game three, a 5-2 victory for the Colorado Avalanche. However, the victory isn't what was highlighted in this game, but rather a little bit of drama between Nazim Kadri and Jordan Binnington with Nazim Kadri kind of crashing into Jordan Binnington around the net and 
Jordan Bennington, he gets injured, unfortunately. He's out for the rest of this series and likely for the season. That's not uh, guaranteed, of course, depending how far they go, but he is at least done for this series, which means Billy Huso comes in. But Bennington not very happy, and apparently, I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, but apparently Jordan Bennington chucked a water bottle at Nazim Kadri while he was doing an interview for, I believe it was Sportsnet. So there's a little something, uh, a little dramatic. I'm not going to lie, throwing a water bottle. But at the same time, I mean, let's say he just came out of the, the, the medical room and they said, hey, you're done for the series. I'd be pissed. I'd be willing to throw a water bottle. So uh, a little bit of drama there, something I'm definitely interested to look in because we all know Nazim Kadri's history in the playoffs. He's not the cleanest of players. He's had quite a few suspensions in the playoffs, quite a few fines in the playoffs. So this is a game four that I'm really intrigued to watch because this is one where we could see Nazim Kadri getting hunted out there. I don't know by who. I don't know uh, when or if it'll happen. But this is one where once there's a little bit of personal beef, that gets the hockey juices flowing a little bit more. So. Very excited to watch game four of that series. I think this one's still going in Colorado's favor, especially with Jordan Bennington out now. I don't think Jordan Bennington was unreal by any means, but uh, he, he was playing better than I expected him to uh, when we we're coming into this series. But again, still fully expect Colorado to take that one. Next up, the dark horse, the, the absolute darling of this round two, that being the Battle of Alberta. If I told you 15 goals would have been scored in the very first game of the Battle of Alberta, what would you have said? Would you believe that? 15? 15! That's insane. 9-6, to six, Calgary take, took it, and it was one where it was just, for a while, back and forth. And I think Calgary at one point had a 6-2 lead, and Edmonton came back and tied it up, I think, at 6-6. And then Calgary able to put three more on the board to take it 9-6. And then Edmonton, they answer with a good game themselves in game two, taking that one 5-3. This has been an absolutely electric series. So much energy, so much offense. I, I love it. And with all this offense, we got to talk about Connor McDavid because through nine games of this year's playoffs, Connor McDavid has 20 points, six goals, 14 assists. And that's insane. You want to know the most points all time in a playoff, single playoff? That would be Wayne Gretzky with 47 back in 1984, 1985. Now, let me tell you this. If Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers go to Game 7 with Calgary, and then they happen to face either Colorado or St. Louis in the second or in the third round, excuse me, and that goes to a Game 7. If McDavid stays on the same pace, he's hitting 46. Just in that time span. Now think if they get to the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, he could break that. 47 points in a single season. The streak he's been on has been absolutely asinine. And I'm here for it. I'm a guy who's always been Austin Matthews over Connor McDavid. Always been Leon Dreisaitl over Connor McDavid. Yeah, always been Jack Eichel over Connor McDavid. And 
not saying that I think these guys are better, but those are guys I root for more than Connor McDavid just because Connor McDavid gets a lot of praise as is. I don't think I need to be the one to tell him how great he is. So to see him doing this is just incredibly impressive. And Chase talked about it on a couple of episodes that Connor McDavid's one of those guys, if he's got enough energy stored in the bank, he can just go score. Like, he doesn't need permission. He doesn't need uh, the goalie to be out of position or anything. Like, it does not matter. You cannot stop him. He is going to score. He's one of those guys, and he's been doing it all playoff series long. 20 points already. Absolutely insane. Uh, also, wanted to talk about Samuel Girard. Unfortunately, in Game 3, he went out early with a broken sternum, and he's done. He is done for the season. Uh, very unfortunate for him and a big loss with the Colorado Avalanche. But, again, still feel very confident in the Avs. Girard, hopefully his recovery goes well. He has a nice offseason and can continue to cheer on his Colorado Avalanche. And the final little piece of news that I wanted to talk about in this episode. Sorry, I know it is a quicker episode, but without someone to bounce my my ideas on, so, someone to bounce my jokes off of, it's a little bit more difficult. And also, my throat's kind of growing out. I don't know if you can hear it. <coughs> Ugh, excuse me. Last little piece of news is the coaching staff over in Dallas. As Rick Bonus, he steps down, and three assistants have been fired in Dallas. I don't have their names pulled up at the moment, but it makes me wonder if Bonus steps down, as well as three assistant coaches being fired, it makes me think maybe Dallas was going to do the same, but allowed Rick Bonus to say, hey, if you're interested to kind of save face and you know, not be fired, we'll let you uh, step down from your coaching position. And, uh, you know, it, it just looks better, you know, if he wants to go off into retirement or whatever. So um, I, I think that might be the case. It could be very wrong. Just speculative, though, because if you're going to have other coaching firings and bonus just happens to step down at the same time, kind of makes sense, doesn't it? At least those are my thoughts. So that's going to do it for this show. I uh, want to thank you so much for coming out. And, oh, boy, now i got to do the chase part. Uh, and, of course, no hockey name of the day. I'd love to bring you a hockey name of the day, but here's the thing. If I get it, I'm going to know it. And even if I say it wrong, I can't co corroborate whether it's right or wrong. So hockey name of the day just doesn't really work with only one person, unfortunately. But uh, got to do this outro that Chase always does. So first up. If you want to become a Patreon, if you want to support us a little bit more, we would absolutely love you for it. Uh, you can do that. Uh, I'm sure there's a link. Um, maybe? I, I don't know if I'm being honest. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bulls Broadcast, as well as follow HockeyPodNet at Twitter and all of our other brother and sister shows on the network. A lot of great hockey content over there. Check us out on the Hockey Podcast Network. Chase always says, uh, just find the team's logo you're interested. Boom, click the logo, and uh, you'll have all that stuff there. You'll have, you know, the shows and everything. Uh, make sure to rate us five stars, comment, questions, uh, whatever you want to do. Make sure to let us know over on Twitter. And, of course, use promo code THPN at DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.